0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Zesty Zoipod. Today, in this episode, I'm joined by Roji, Chicken, and Mr. Mathush, two guests who have previously joined me on previous podcasts. But today, we'll be here talking about um, the NBA, mostly about the playing games that happened in the last few days. So, welcome aboard, boys. How's it going, man? It's going pretty good, pretty good. How about you guys?
1: going pretty well. going pretty well, going pretty well.
0: Yeah, so... Um, I guess as I just mentioned, like, yeah, play, playing games just happen. I guess we can start at the Eastern Conference, which basically two blow games. Like, how do you guys feel about that? I guess the first one was the the first few were the Celtics and Celtics and Wizards and the Pacers and the Hornets. Hmm. They're they're pretty good games. Like going to like I guess the
2: Celtic Wizard game. I think the Wizards honestly could have won that, but then they just kind of choked in the second half. But it's pretty interesting and. I don't know, but like because of that, we were able to see the Wizards versus um, Pacers game, which was a really bad blow-up. I think they were up by forty points at one point,
1: right? Yeah, I think Westbrook threw his shoes in the audience at like five minutes left because he knew there's no way the Pacers <laughs> were going to come back. <laughs> yeah. Oh But man. yeah, I think the Wizards and Celtics one wasn't that bad. I think they just they just didn't have a plan. They didn't have anyone to guard Tatum because B was the only one that could keep up with him speed wise, but length wise, uh, um, they don't have any like they don't have anyone who has the length and speed for Tatum so that's why he, like, he's just able to go off right and
2: plus Beal was like playing through an injury right like his hamstring injury
1: yeah so I guess like
2: all that stuff added to like well I guess it made sense that Boston would win but I kind of did want Wizards to win that matchup so we could have like a Nets versus thing Wizards yeah, versus round.
1: TD and also <laughs> like I also would wanted a lot of that too because that would barely be able to, like a full week to rest his hamstring pretty much mm-hmm. Whereas, like, yeah. not a full week but at least like four days right so that's pretty significant because now they only have uh, one, two. Oh no, it's still four. I think Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, it's three. So, I guess it is a bit of a difference. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just something about the Celtics. They're just not like without Jalen Brown. Uh, just just not that like fun to watch. To be honest, like I feel like uh that team um has a lot of stuff to address in the off season. Just because like they, like they're just not playing well, like at all. It's just like, they just pass the ball to Tatum or Walker and just hope for the best. Mm-hmm.
2: Basically, like, losing Jalen Brown, basically, like, they're up the only, like, Tatum right now. And, I like, guess, like, Kemba, too. So, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they do against Brooklyn.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty good that the um, Celtics won, since since we already saw, like, I guess Tatum pretty much dismantled the Wizards. Like, imagine what KD and Harden would do. <laughs> That's also very
1: true. Yeah, I think the thing is, is Russ struggles when... Um defense is packed to paint and also when the other team has like good like interior defense that's why i don't think the brooklyn matchup would have been that bad like, it still would have been like i think brooklyn still would have won obviously but i think it's a lot better than the philly matchup just because philly is just like the worst the worst nightmare for us so mm-hmm. um yeah i would have preferred a brooklyn matchup personally but um i don't think they would have won but it would be it would it it be like a like offense versus offense pretty much Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I doubt Blake Griffin would even get like that much time. In that uh, they probably being like twenty-ish minutes. But then you know, it's probably keep KD at the five or whatever, unless they put KD at the five. Yeah, unless they put Robin Lopez in. Oh, uh, true. Yeah, at that point,
2: yeah, they do have like a lot of centers, though. so they should be fine though. Brooklyn depth wise.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, I kind of did want to see like Indiana was a pretty good team, but it was just like injuries that kind of messed them up this year.
0: Mm-hmm yeah like i think
2: if they had a full healthy squad with like things miles turner brogdon like sabonis and even though with the addition of like Lavert,
1: like that's just a solid squad right there right? yeah i heard that like a top defense of the ones miles turner uh, isn't there they're like one of the worst defenses in the league <laughs> yeah yeah because i think like uh before he got
2: injured he was like leading the lead in blocks by like such a wide margin
1: yeah, he was he's basically the floor too so he works with sabonis
2: mm-hmm because, yeah, like, legit, like, he plays more like a, like, they like they trade that power forward center position, like, really nicely. Because, like, sometimes he'll play power forward and Sabonis will switch to center and then they just keep switching back and forth, which, like, it worked really well for them.
1: Yeah, I, I actually think that Roush shouldn't make, like, any at all. They should probably just pick, just try to um write it back with a different coach. Because we still haven't seen what the full team does healthy. I don't think yeah. they ever had, I don't they never had the full team healthy because at the start of the year Olipo wasn't there, and then Keris Overt had a cancer treatment. And then once Kerisovert came back, then I think like um either Brogdon had a hamstring injury or like Miles Turner it was out in like a week. So we only see like a week of pacers. So and I think that team, especially Keris Avert, like I got I think I got shown he can carry a load. So mm-hmm. I don't actually he- think that team should make any moves at all. Yeah, they're gonna be a fun team for sure. At least for like- next year.
2: Yeah, but I still feel like they need one more piece because, like, I I still think they're stuck around like a four or five C team, you know?
1: Yeah, I but, think you just if, if, if that. I think for that you just gotta wait for the offer to come. You can't really like, hunt out that star player, you know what I mean? You just gotta wait until they're on the market. I guess but that makes sense. If I would guess, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what you would do because I honestly wouldn't touch Sabonis or a Turner to be honest because those guys are just too good. Mm-hmm. And Turner is like so rare. It's so it's so weird to find a center that's got good defensively, but I can also shoot threes yeah
2: so like definitely like if anything they should just focus on keeping their players healthy because like i don't think yeah cause, like, even like for example with Miles Turner, i don't know if he had a healthy
1: season ever like a fully healthy season yeah like
2: i think like i don't know I, is I he's isn't
1: too bad though i don't think his injury is the type that like once you have it you're at risk of having it again and again i don't think it's one of those right but like i just remember like um seeing
2: like last year two and the year before i think like he did miss some time with like random injuries it's not the same one but just injuries in general
1: yeah, so maybe it's just something we just take like management. minutes. I think centers are just injury pro in general just because of how much um just because of Contact. how much load they're put under. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense.
0: Yeah, so, guys- uh, yeah, right? yeah, I guess we didn't really talk about the Charlotte, Indiana matchup specifically. <laughs> like, I guess is there really anything to say about it? I think from- there's uh the Charlotte
1: uh just that just we just saw the rookies kind of just show that they don't have like playoff experience even Lamelo was playing. Like not that well, and like you know, there's some turnovers, and mm-hmm. they just didn't know what what sets to run at times. I think that's just a case of inexperience. I don't think there's really
0: too much to talk about there. Yeah. Except for that. You think, like, like, hey, would make a change, or like, do you think that there'll be changes in the offseason coming? I,
1: I, try to get a center, but I, every time I say that, I just look at the market, and that, all the good guys are gonna be like twenty mil, fifteen mil guys. I don't know. I think maybe yeah. the Hornets could afford it, but I can't. I can't keep saying that for every team. I know that every team's not gonna be able to get a good center. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think, but, like, for their center case, like, with um, Charlotte, like, they also, like, have, like, what, P.J. Washington, I think, which they run small ball center with. Like, I know that's not, like, realistic let's on all the time, but, like, I was checking their stats, and they do really well when they run small ball center with them. But I guess they had to match it up, so that's why they have, like, Bion and out there to just, like, mm-hmm. make sure there's more center depth. But, like, yeah. I was just saying, like, going to Rody's point, like, yeah, yo, like, next year, I feel like Charlotte's definitely going to be a good team, just because, like, now that they have more experience playing with each other. So they're gonna be an interesting team to watch.
1: Yeah, and also they get a top fourteen lottery pick this year, and this lottery is uh pretty deep. It's like I think I read somewhere that from um anywhere from like six to fourteen, like talent, mm-hmm. it's pretty much you just the guy. All the guys are like either start like wing players who can become a star, or um like decently like those guys in that range would be like a top five pick in any other draft. So mm-hmm. I think Charlotte losing this isn't too bad because now they can get one of those. I don't think they have, like, a, a star wing player. I mean, they have Gordon Hayward, but, um, like, a young one, right? Mm-hmm. That was that much upside. I think you could say Bridges, but I don't know how much upside he has right at the moment. So it's not like, yeah. it's not, if you're in the lottery this season, you're not too pissed, to be honest.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, with Bridges, I feel like he's more of, like, just
2: kind of, like, a dunk kind of star, like, with lobs and stuff. Like I don't know, I haven't really
1: seen his game that much. Like I think he can shoot 3-2 as well, right? Yeah, I just think he like um from what I've watched um like he's not one of those guys that can just like make his own shot, right? Like easily. He I definitely seen him do it, but um like, that's uh, that's I think that's the most important part about upside, right? Because if you can make your own shot, you're pretty much an all star. You can just do it consistently <laughs> and then rack up your points and stuff. Right. But yeah, I think that I think that'll be pretty good because then. You have Gordon Hayward, then you have that guy come off the bench, and then in a couple of years, um, whatever happens, here what happens? And then your you, your wing player
0: is just ready to be called up. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting team. Interesting team. Um. Yeah. I guess overall, like, since we already know the matchups for the one seed and the two seed now, like, do you guys see any like changes in your predictions? Like, or because based off what we just said, it seems like boston and washington are pretty much done since brooklyn and philly are pretty legit yeah like i think, I think, I think yeah you go, go ahead. ahead
2: go ahead okay uh for me so like i'm pretty sure yeah boston is definitely getting eliminated like i'm like really i'm pretty sure like they will but Scoop. then uh, i think they could
1: win one dude. i think boston is definitely... gonna win one or two and if it's gonna be one or two it's gonna be the first two because the reason why i say that is because I think this might be, like, one of the first three games that the big three have played in a while. Mm-hmm, and I think yeah. all they need is, like, two games to get back in the groove.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so uh, yeah,
1: be... I can see them winning the first one or two, but after that, it's pretty much a wrap. Yeah, because, like,
2: defensively-wise, like, I think, like, Marcus Smart, it's probably, like, their only, like, really big defensive player. So that's why, like, it's going to be hard to lock down. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't pota- think it's going to
1: be... They could potato him <laughs> on KD, but that's not going to slow him down. They're just going to, like, make it he so just puts average numbers and not, like, amazing numbers. Yeah, so. it was kind
2: of like when like Tatum was on LeBron, right? Like
1: I think like a few two years back, three to three years. Oh back. yeah, when Tatum had to hit the dunk over
2: LeBron. <laughs> yeah. yeah, So like he he could like guard start, I think. So we'll see what happens.
0: It'll be interesting. Then LeBron score, like forty like, something that game we don't need to
2: it was still pretty good defensively, I think he could have dropped 60, you know? It wasn't those points.
1: That might be like these West playing games when like Steph drops 39 and you guys say, Yo, this guy played amazing defense on Steph. I am mean, like, you know what? I watched the game and I agree. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: you
2: know. Like, see, that's I These big all-stars, you know, like if they if you can limit that to like below 50, that's still like pretty
1: decent defensive game. Yeah. Cause they're more minutes too. Right. So. yeah, they're basically yeah. carrying
0: the team. Cause it's like, I guess, playoff style. Like exactly, you just want to win. I know. So it's just like usually a two man game or like in the case of like Brooklyn will be a three man game on offense.
2: Oh
0: yeah. man. Well, I but guess, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You continue.
2: No, no. I was just going to say, yeah, that's like, like it won't be a sweep, but yeah,
0: uh, it's definitely Brooklyn's game. In my oh. opinion. Yeah. Same here. Basically. Um, I guess how about Philly against Washington? Like I think it'll be a sweep as well. I mean, oh. I think it'll be a sweep since so I don't know. I think
1: Washington can do something, like maybe win the home games, like two mm-hmm. out of three the first two out of three of the first home games for them. Mm-hmm. I, I just think Washington is one of those teams that, that the very the variance like in their gameplay is like so high. Like you'll mm-hmm. see them like take a like, good teams like all the way down to the wire, and then you'll see them absolutely crap the bed, right? And I just yeah. think like I, you can't really blame them for crap in the bed, just because of what their talent they have on the roster. They're just not as deep as some of these teams,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: I could definitely see them taking like a few games off. And I don't know, maybe if they steal a home game, you might be able to get to six or seven. Mm-hmm. But I can't see it going any farther than that. I don't know, like for me, like it's probably it is a hot take, but I can see Washington pulling the upset and winning in like a game seven. Um, now I kind of look- feel you on that because like the, the, the squad is just like they, they they either just dominate or get dominated. Yeah, well, but they like, yeah, it's like, super close. Like, there's no, in middle, there's no 10-game wins, 10-game losses. It's like either one point or two points, or you get absolutely destroyed. Exactly. Because, like, I think the biggest problem for them is going
2: to be Embiid. And, like, I guess that is a pretty big problem, like, with is, like, how dominant he is. So, like, the main factor is, like, I feel like they have the offensive answer with, like, Westbrook and Beale, but they just need someone to lock down Embiid. And, like, I feel like that they can, like, definitely, like, I could see them winning game seven if that happens.
1: I have a feeling that their plan against Embiid is just going to, like, play a super aggressive defense and just risk fouling because they have three centers, right? So that, mm-hmm. that plan will work very well for their team because if someone fouls out, you just put in the next guy. Yeah. Like, so it's, not true. A, it's not a perfect plan because, you know, obviously they're going to give them the bonus, but I think they'd rather have that and just be just freeways away to the rim, right? Because they don't have anyone yeah. else. Yeah, but he's been, like,
2: his shooting has been so nice this year. Like, he can shoot three and he can also, like, his free throw percentage is really high up there, too. Yeah. So, like, it's definitely going to be a dangerous game guarding him.
0: Yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Because, <laughs> like, Philly's just way too stacked offensively and defensively. That's the difference between <laughs> them and most of the other teams in the East. Like, they're mm-hmm. really good both ends of the floor. And, like, Washington, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. You know what, like... I
1: told you the high- there They multiple happens.
0: defensive player of the year candidates. And-
1: like, I think of all the playing games, this is probably the highest chance for an upset, but it's just, it's still not, like, you know, like, above, like, even, like, 30%, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But, like, you know, like, I'm just
2: saying, like, if I can see an upset happening, it's going to be this series.
1: It's what um, I, I'm saying. Yeah, I think so, because, like, some of the other series, especially in the West, I mean, obviously, I'm going to be a bit salty because the Warriors are out. But, um... <laughs> Like, some of them, there's like no chance. Like, I think Memphis has, like, I don't know, maybe I hope they can beat the Jazz, you know, because it'd be very entertaining, but I just don't see a way that team does not shoot threes. And Jazz has, like, literally
0: the best interior defender on the planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess let's switch topic discussion to it. I guess the West now, where we can start talking about yeah. the planes. Yeah. The planes are oh, that first. Sounds good.
2: I want to bring up the first game, though, like the Lakers versus the Golden State. Yeah, yeah it's
1: just straight, straight pain, man. Straight pain. <laughs>
2: Yo, man, like, that was an amazing game to watch, yo Like, LeBron hitting that three over Curry oh, Yo, man, God. I
1: saw a that happened But, yo, LeBron practices those long-range three shots I don't know why he does it But I guess we saw it on that day Yeah, yeah. he came clutch, though, yo yeah, um, I, I was I was bro, I was so sure we we're gonna win that, man. Especially when we went up like 15 in like the first quarter, I was like, yo, it's over, man. All these like podcasts so like, not, not, not Stanley, but like, <laughs> TK, like oh your Lakers, yo, they they've they always got no chance. I was like, I, I was I will just gonna watch a podcast after and just be like, What do you gotta say now? But then when they lost, I was like, bro, come on, man.
2: Yeah, but the thing is like yo, like Ghostly had a really nice chance, yo. Like they were up by 13 going into the second half, but like I don't know, like like turnovers are definitely one of the killers like, i think the turnovers were like what 15 to 4 or something like that in the second half
1: yeah like i thought i'm not really too like annoyed at the fact like i was definitely annoyed at the time of the lakers game but when the memphis game happened i wasn't too mad that the warriors got eliminated i had a feeling their style of play was going to be a bit unsustainable for like seven games in a series or even six games in a series because Which is like, like yeah because like i think the curry's usage is so high Same thing with Draymond, just getting these turnovers because the guys just aren't, like, dribbling as tightly as they are in the first quarter, right? That's why all these turnovers happen like the second quarter onward. So that's why, like, um, the Lakers are able to capitalize it because I think Curry's been playing, like, 40-plus minutes for, like, the last, like, six games, right? Well, not 40-plus, but at least, like, 38-plus, right? So um, that roster construction isn't deep enough for, for, you know, for Curry to even sit, like, two minutes, right, without the league going away. So... (laughs) That's what the Lakers are able to capitalize on, and also they subbed out Andre Drummond, so like the you know the, the paint was open, so the uh, players are just cutting to the basket, and getting lobs or like bounce passes. So that's how the Lakers are able to win, or at least like, get the lead.
2: Right.
0: Yeah, and like LeBron and AD definitely stepped their game up in the second half. there.
1: yeah, yeah.
2: They, they,
0: they they off actually- in the first half.
2: They definitely did, yeah. I remember seeing their stats. I think it was, like, pretty bad in the first half, but whew, second half stats were just, like, it legit made up for the first
1: half. Yeah. I think the thing is, I think the one thing is, though, like, I know people will be saying, like, Wiggins is, like, you know, trash or whatever, but, bro, that guy plays, like, such good defense, man. Like, I had, I, like I, I'm actually so surprised you went for the Minnesota playing defense, like, not even barely even playing it. They're playing it, like, so well like, here in Golden State. Mm-hmm. So, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I think, pretty happy. That's why I'm pretty happy with like this result. Like, even though they're not in the playoffs, it's just like you see a lot of stuff that translates to next year. It's not like one of those things where like where like DeAndre Membry's, like just goes 100 from three, and you're like, oh, this is good like progress because like that's kind of unsustainable. But this kind of is defense is pretty sustainable.
2: Yeah, like I think his block numbers were like pretty high up compared to when he was in Minnesota, and like just overall, like yeah, his defensive presence is probably like. Like I think it's safe to say he's probably like the third best player on that team for sure. Like
1: yeah, and also uh, like a plus side of this is when if Clay comes back, uh, they don't need to give Clay the hardest defensive assignment anymore. They can just give it to Wiggins, mm-hmm. so Clay doesn't have to like rush back or anything.
2: Yeah, I guess like and even with Draymond, yo, like his defensive was really like I didn't expect it to be this good this year.
1: Yeah, D- Draymond's like the front court defender. He's the guy that kind of just like anchors everything. And, like, he'll target the bigs. So, yeah, honestly, I I knew he was decent. I just didn't know he's like, he'd still be
0: this good. But Yeah, but the team's still getting pretty old. Like, Curry's, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's why
1: I think, like, a trade, a big trade is happening, especially after not making the playoffs this year. Like, you got to do something. And I think, like, it's probably going to start with, like, I don't know, I kind of like Wiseman. I don't really want them to trade him. But, like, I feel like if they get the right offer, they might just do it. Mm -hmm. Like, Do you think, like, what are your thoughts on, like, should Golden State make, like,
2: a proper play? i push next year, like, why trading their young assets.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think you keep – I think you should keep Poole and maybe yeah. Wiggins and, like, um, go for, like, some – at least, like, a star player. I think, like, this one is good. I think, like, we're all from Toronto, so we, we might have something to say about it. But I think if you do Wiggins, Wiseman, and the Minnesota pick for Siakam, I think that might be that both sides consider. Like, yeah, I don't think either side would hang up immediately. But um, we have to see. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, either Siakam or it could be like, because it would be, have to be like a good like wing player, right? So Siakam could play the small forward or it could be like, um, yeah, there's not that many wings apart from him that you could trade for, to be honest. Maybe like CJ McCollum, but he, I think it, like, I'm not sure if you want to play him, Clay and Steph today uh, at the same time, but. Yeah. What are your yeah. thoughts on like, people are saying like Kawhi is a possible person to pick up, like depending
0: on how Clippers do in the playoffs. Um, I don't think they have the assets for him.
1: No, they definitely have the assets. The question is, what, does he want to come to Golden State? Uh, it has to be a signed trade, right? Yeah. I think the Warriors, like, I mean, they correct me if I'm wrong. I think they have, like, the most tradable assets of any team in the league, right? The reason I say tradable is I think technically the Pelicans have the most tradable assets, but they're never doing trade design Zion or Brandon Ingram. So, yeah. like, in terms of, like, you know, them not being, like, too, like, them not having men in their lineup right now, or even, like, when yeah. they're like, w- playing with them. I think they, they definitely have a lot of assets compared to other teams. That's why I'm not, I'm not really, like, big on, like, teams like Toronto or, like, um even, like, Chicago making, like – I think maybe Chicago but trading for a star, I just don't think they have the assets right like the Warriors do. But it has to be the right player. Otherwise, it's not going to be worth the money.
2: Right. Like, with the Warriors, like, who do they have? They have Wiseman. They're going to get, like, two, like, quality picks. Like, well, depending on if Timberwolves don't get a top three, they'll get, like, two quality picks next year. And then they also yeah, like
1: it, even, if it, even if they don't get the picks, uh, Minnesota's pick this year, um, it pretty much immediately becomes a 2022 unprotected. So that's still very valuable.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, in that case, like, yeah, depending on what the Wolves do next year, like, yeah, so they, they're basically guaranteed, like, two quality picks. And then they also have who, like, um, Kelly Oubre, which, like, I don't know if they wanted to have him as a sixth man next year, so they might trade him too. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, like, they, have wise, they
1: have and now they're going to have their own lottery pick. Mm hmm. So, like, if they want
2: a superstar, they have. Like, I feel like they definitely
1: have the assets. Yeah, I just I don't think, I'm not sure if a superstar is going to be available. That's the, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, I think, like, after, especially after, like, the Paul George Anthony Davis share, I think the price is jacked up a lot, where, like, very few teams can afford it. And if you're going to afford it, you really have to think of if it fits your roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. I think that's very true. So, let's move on to the um, Grizzlies. Like I, I, we never talked, we haven't talked about Grizzlies at all. And honestly, mm-hmm. like, I'm not gonna be salty, man. Like I think yesterday the calls, sh- the ref calls, are straight up going in favor of Golden State, and they still won. <laughs> so like, yeah, I'm pretty um, like I wasn't feeling bad, man. I feel like JV's getting all of these ticky tack fouls that he pretty much never call. So that's yeah. why I wasn't too disappointed when they won. I felt like you know, you know what, man? This team like they've been playing well. You know what I'm saying? So like, and I think this team like I think I'm just just sucks that Jazz is the people in the play. They're gonna have to play against because the Jazz is, like literally the worst matchup on the planet for them. Definitely, yeah. Uh...
2: Hmm. Yeah, I remember reading somewhere where, like, I think who was it, Scott Foster was the ref or something like that, this game. Yeah. And, like, app- apparently Golden State has been, like, 43-1 and in the last 44 games from he reffed.
1: Yeah, Scott Foster <laughs> is, like, I, I remember he refs some Raptors games, too, in the playoffs, like the Celtics games, and I was just like, yo, I'm loving these calls, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then oh. I go back in the report, it says Norman Powell, like, actually traveled in, like, the
0: last shot, so, you know... I was like, "Shit, man, it was too good to be true." <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I think Memphis has a much more well-rounded team than the Warriors, and I was just up to Steph basically, but obviously, yeah, obviously, because his usage and all that, and yeah, his turnovers basically kind of contributed, but yeah, it's just the Warriors were not built for this this year, yeah. I guess, in particular.
1: Like, I think the only, te- the only player that I know they could consistently hire a high usage and not turn it over is Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I've seen many other players. Like, they might they might, they probably can do it. They just haven't shown it. But in terms yeah. of what I've seen this season, Bradley Beal is so good at that. I just don't know how he, like, does it. Like, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll literally get past the ball, like, every single time. In, like, yeah. the last five minutes, he'll never turn it over. And I'm like... This is crazy because his handle isn't even like crazy that tight or anything. So mm-hmm. that's why like wow. I'd say like if badly badly Be- deals on the market like I think any team ask us to go for him because I think he's just he's just that good.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't think he's leaving with this though. Like yeah, Aaron's that's the thing. Thing.
1: I don't think he's ever gonna leave.
2: Yeah, but like going back to like Memphis, know, like Jaw, like oof. the guy is actually like star, yo, like the way he's been playing and stuff. Like just, like <laughs> everything about his game was like amazing. That like big Golden State game. And even like the Spurs game too. Like I honestly, I, uh, I yeah, go ahead, Stanley.
0: Yeah, it's basically like a Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray.
2: Yeah, I think I think it's Jamal Murray with more like finesse, I think.
1: Actually, no. And Jamal Murray more athleticism. Yeah, it's like, a less yeah. like way more.
2: <laughs> He's the king of like almost dunks, right? Like these, the way this guy freaking leaps over players, like insane. And I, like, honestly, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, I did count Memphis out. Like, I thought, like, Spurs would beat them. That was, like, my one of my predictions. And then they beat Spurs. Like, it was a close game, though. But I still wanted to see Droz and make it to the playoffs. But, yeah, it is what it is.
1: Yo, I was counting on Memphis the whole game yesterday. until like, the fourth quarter. I was like, shit, man. we might women actually lose. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just do I just really wish they didn't play the Jazz, man. I, I, I said it so often, but I just really believe it. Like, I think I literally can't think of a team in the West that's uh, the worst matchup. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, like that, that's probably going to be a sweep because just like having Gobert in the paint, is just going to lock down everything. Like, Jolly, ja, like, he does a lot of working in the paint, right? So, like, Gobert is going to be one of the biggest blockers. And I think, yeah, like Utah versus Memphis, like, like in the regular season, I think they're 3 0 Utah.
1: Yeah, because so. I think Memphis shoots like one of the least amount of threes in the league. Or they're not a, like they're kind of like the Spurs, they don't shoot a lot of threes. And like, mm-hmm. um, the way to beat the Jazz is by shooting threes because they have the best interior defender. So they just—it's yeah, not so. a great one. I think they'll get one, one, maybe one or two games, probably one, just because I think the Memphis crowd is going to be so excited that they finally have a playoff appearance. And yeah. they are going to get some home games. So, But apart from that, I, don't, I think it's going to be very tough. And I think, yeah. I think it's probably, you know what, Jazz, this is your award for getting the first seed. Because this, really, this is the only easy matchup in the whole first round in both conferences, I think. We're well, not easy, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a good matchup.
2: Yeah, that's very true. And then I guess like just switching gears to like Phoenix versus Lakers. What do you guys think of that series? Do you think Lakers can pull the upset?
1: Man,
0: what's up? What okay, upset? What okay, upset? Okay, 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 okay,
1: okay, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I mean, we can't go with this upset thing because here's the thing. If the Lakers lose, it's gonna be oh man, Phoenix is the second seed. Lakers has so many injuries playing. Oh yeah, and, you know, it's not a fair assessment. Whatever they win, oh, or Lakers pull off the going to be so. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't have it if you win and lose. It's a win win, you know what I'm saying? It's a win win for yeah, Lakers. You can, but you can't be like, not with a, the Lakers are a championship caliber team, you know what I'm saying? So, like. Yeah. I think uh, Phoenix
0: winning is the real upset, yeah. but um, the Phoenix, Phoenix is, they got is, a chance.
1: They got a chance.
0: No, they, they have very low chances. Like, you look at all the betting odds in Vegas and everything. It's like, Lakers are, like, pretty big favorites, just let you know. So, Phoenix winning would be the upset. Are they
1: actually? I, I heard the betting odds are, uh, like, mixed. Hold on, let me oh. see, actually. Yeah, I'm pulling up the odds right now. Hold on, let's see. I heard it's mixed. Oh, no. Like Phoenix, no, Phoenix, no, Phoenix is up. Phoenix is uh
2: uh phoenix is plus um oh minus 145 to win so yeah so on. minuses means you're yeah your favorite, favorite yeah
0: Damn, never mind so yeah but um it's, it's
1: confusing because some of them have the lakers that it's confusing because so <laughs> yeah, on, on which 20 like i think i think i read an article yeah i think the article said like um this is one of the most confusing matchups to bet against because nobody you not even a betting player like odds makers even know what's gonna happen Damn, yeah. so
2: because like i usually use score for checking that that's usually a like, constant but like huh, interesting yeah, I guess it makes sense. Like each each like book is probably gonna do it differently, depending on which like I guess like it, it, Yeah, I guess you're right. This one is probably the biggest question mark. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't do a split, like a uh, minus 110, minus one ten, minus
1: one ten. Yeah, but then no one's gonna bet, right? Because the way better would work is if you put one thirty dollars, what do you get back? So you put one thirty bucks back, you lose one ten, what's the point, right? No, no people no, people still bet on it, no one's gonna like, it if you look at like um just, just... Oh, they do like the part exactly, yeah. Top, right? So they'll they'll still bet on it regardless. Like the, the thing about right, betting yeah. the
2: house always wins, yo? Like, I think like they always make like fifty-five percent minimum
1: of like money. Yeah, like, I, I would never. I'm not a huge betting person. I'm not sure if Sandy wants to go betting, so I'll wrap this up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I think the only team I would bet for is probably just the Warriors or Raptors, just because I wa- literally watch every game, so I know how they play. So mm-hmm. like I, I can say that, oh, your DeAndre Bembry is gonna get like two turnovers, right? Just because like I, I mm-hmm. see his handle, right? Or like mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. still though, like the odds are designed to make money. It's just hard. You really have to be like the coach or something to win consistently. <laughs> that's true.
2: Some people find ways to predict, but like it's just opposites always happen, right? So that's like the biggest factor.
1: I, I think this is, I think I, I, think I remember saying this is insanely, but I think this is gonna be one of the best playoffs we've seen in a while. And I, I think it might not be matched for a few years, to be honest, because like I think both first rounds are just crazy stacked. I think now the east is finally good, mm-hmm. right? Like really good, like as good as the west. Yeah. And like, it's, it's going to be crazy, man. Cause like, there's no more like, oh, this team's only good cause you're in the, like, a, you know, conference didn't have the competition. Like, how, are they actually good? None of that. Cause the West, East and West are both so good this year. And now there's yeah. so many like, like you know, young star players. We always said, oh, he's a bad stats player. But now they're putting out the same stats on a good team, right? So like, yeah. I think it's, it's going to be crazy, man. Cause like, even if, even if you say that like the higher seed is an like 80% chance of winning, there's still going to be like upsets, right? So like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm so excited, man! I can't wait for this Miami and Milwaukee game, man. Oh, Miami, Milwaukee!
2: Yeah, a lot of people say Miami actually have a chance to win it because they already beat Milwaukee last year, right? So, like, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how. They yeah, do but it I think too.
1: Holiday is going to be hella important. Oh,
2: yeah, like he, I think they're probably going to put him on Butler or like, okay, yeah, he can fight with Butler, right?
1: Yeah, yo, Drew Holiday kind of reminds me of Kyle Lowry, right? Like, they're not gonna like do some crazy step back three and, like, you know, do, like, three players like Steph does and, like, get a point, But they want to do, like, the right play. They know how to play good defense. And they'll just do winning plays. That's why I think, like, of a lot of the point guards that are available, I think Drew Holiday was, like, one of the better ones he could have got, especially for, like, a small market like Milwaukee. Because mm-hmm. I think Drew Holiday, like, you know, being from a small market, like, you know, wouldn't really take that as, like, you know, oh, I don't want to be here because a small market kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. He got, like, a max, too. Like, all yeah. yeah. Uh, he deserves it, man. I think he deserves the max. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. so it's, it's definitely like it's, it's good that like Milwaukee was able to get like that proper point guard that they've been missing after like Lillian Brogdon so like yeah
0: it'll be interesting to see hmm yeah so I guess to cap it off um, let's see Um, I guess let's just pr- have a first round predictions I guess because start with Madush, Um, for the Philly series like how many who wins and how many games okay
2: so you know, I'm still gonna stick with my opinion. Like I I know it's highly unlikely, but like I I have a like a hope or a,
0: like I could see Wizards winning a seven. I could still say that. Yeah, Wizards and seven. Um for Nixon Atlanta. Wizards in seven?
1: Um, who, who wins Whoa, in how many wins seven?
2: Nix Atlanta? Oh, um definitely Knicks in six, I think. Okay, for Milwaukee, Miami. Yeah
0: who wins in how many games?
2: Uh Miami in seven.
0: Um, for Brooklyn and happening. Boston, who wins? And then,
2: uh, Brooklyn in five, I want to say. For
0: Utah Memphis. Oh, Utah Memphis, uh sweep for all Utah. Um, Clippers Lake <laughs> Clippers and Mavs. Ooh, that's gonna be a fun match,
2: but I think Clippers in six. Um, De- for Denver one. Portland.
0: Uh, I want to say Portland in seven for that. And Phoenix Lakers. <laughs> Lakers and
2: seven. No, Lakers and
0: six. Lakers and six. Okay, <laughs> hey, I guess Roji for, for you. Um, for I guess we'll do this the same thing. Um, for Philly and Washington. What's your uh, prediction?
1: Philly and six. How about Knicks and Hawks? Uh Hawks in
0: seven. Oh, Milwaukee, Miami. Uh Milwaukee and seven. Uh, Nets and Celtics. Nets and four. <laughs> J- jazz and Grizzlies. And Jazz and five. Clippers or Mass. Ah. Uh, Clippers, but um, in five. Denver or Portland. Portland in seven. Phoenix or Lakers. You know what, man? yeah I know this is technically the wrong thing to say, but Phoenix
1: in seven, I believe. Yeah. Good take, good take. Uh,
0: Yeah, I guess. And from from what we see so far, it's like going to be a lot of long series. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Stanley? Phoenix is my team. For me, I guess I, I, I'd say Philly in four. (laughs) <laughs> I'd, I'd say oh, Knicks, yeah. Knicks in 6 mm-hmm. Milwaukee in 6 Brooklyn in 4 Jazz in 4 Clippers in 7 um, I'd say Portland in 7 and I'd say Lakers in 5 Lakers in 5 damn. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just think the experienced teams or like some some teams will just just I don't know, they have more experience and mm-hmm. and like there's like is not really affecting any other team now since most people are vaccinated and whatever. So I don't it think there'll be too much. The Blazers. Yeah. Oh, I heard like LeBron is in like protocol or something like that. What? No, he's not. No, he, he he just violated something with like Drake and Michael B. Jordan. But then apparently other people have violated this before, but <laughs> nothing really happens. It's just it's just like like LeBron, you can't be doing this, Okay, so as far as his, his wine. His wine thing.
1: Oh, like a bit. Okay, okay. I'm going to pass. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> oh, <'cause>. man. <laughs> okay. I guess
2: that makes sense. But like, yo, imagine if LeBron was out
1: for that Phoenix series. Oh, and... dude. Yo, imagine if LeBron was out when they lost. Like, the Suns lost. Oh. But I feel so bad for Chris Ball. I think he's got to like, get like a crucifix or something because this is not working. <laughs> yeah, you got to get the
0: juju. Oh, man. But They're going to be interesting teams. We'll finally see if Chris Paul can make a conference or like make it out. But <laughs> I, said I, this,
1: I think if he wins the first round, he can make the finals. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can see that
2: too. If he can beat Lakers, then like I can see him beating like a lot of the other teams in the West. Mm-hmm, hmm. mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens. It's going to be, it's really, really going to be interesting playoff series.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Um, This should be it for this episode of the Zesty Zoipod. Once again, huge shout out to Roji and Matoosh for joining me again. Um, It's been really fun to talk about the plans and I guess what we think of the finalized playoff seating. So thank you guys Mm. again. Appreciate it. No worries. Thanks a lot. Yeah. um, So (laughs) I guess this wraps up this episode of the Zesty Zoipod. Thanks for listening, everyone, and stay zesty.